is episode 337 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today we're going to talk about what no one talks about yet, about the pursuit of health. When wanting to be healthy becomes more harmful than helpful. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show, the only podcast that teaches you how to reshape your mind not your body, to make your life better, bigger, and bolder, your undieted life. I'm your host, Stephanie Dodier, reformed dieter, nutritionist, and coach. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my dear sister. And we're going to talk about health and when wanting to be healthy is actually not healthy. And I want to do a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode, as this is not a topic that's often discussed. We're going to talk about healthism, and we're going to talk about self-worth and how the two can get tangled up together and the outcomes that it produces in your life. And because this is a new topic that is not talked about a lot publicly, some of you probably are being impacted by healthism, by the desire to be healthy gone wrong, the dark side of wanting to be healthy, and you may feel triggered, you may feel attacked, you may feel judged, you may feel all the feels. So I want to hold space for you. I want you to be aware that this could be happening, and if it's happening to you, as you're listening to this episode, I want you to maintain safety and the option to leave the podcast, to end the podcast, to turn it off, and then to come back once you've regulated yourself, once you've ripped safety back to yourself. It may take weeks, it may take months, and that's okay. I want to put this information in your brain. I want to plant the seed in your brain and let it do what it needs to do at your own rhythm. So with that in mind, we're going to go right in. I don't have a script or a flow for this podcast episode. So just stick with me, but I'm going to get you at the end of this topic of the dark side of being healthy to a place where you can create a new perspective on health and perhaps look at your own behavior around health. This coaching was triggered, inspired in me by currently me coaching three different women on their desire to be healthy gone wrong. The dark side of wanting to be healthy, they're in different programs of mine and it kept happening over the last two and a half months, it kept presenting itself. And I knew that many of you on this podcast would benefit from this information and that would help you. So I'm bringing this forward on this platform triggered by these women that I'm coaching through healing their relationship to health. So I'm going to go right in and bring you into the brain, the thought, the thinking process that can happen when your desire to be healthy has gone past the point of health. 
I'm going to, what we call a thought download for those that are familiar with my work. That's part of our self coaching process where we go into our brain and then we inventory, look at our thoughts and our belief. And I am, what I'm going to share with you is two different brains, two different, two different thought downloads from two different clients that I'm coaching right now that their desire to be healthy has gone wrong. So I'm going to start with the very first one. If, and this is where some of you may get triggered. So I just want to be cautious of that as I'm reading these thoughts that these women are experiencing day to day to day on repeat constantly. Make sure that you stay safe through that if that impacts you. The most common thought that I see is I am weak because I am not healthy. I am weak because I am sick. I should be doing everything in my power, everything that I can afford to be as healthy as possible. If I eat well enough, I can be healthy. I can control my health through the way that I eat and if I can afford all the superfood, all the organic food, I can be healthy. It is my duty. This is a very profound one. It is my duty to be as healthy as I can. If I can take the right supplement or afford the right detoxes and cleanses, I can be healthy. And here's the other side of this. This is all about, as you can tell, about buying and consuming the wellness industry. What also happens for people that are caught up in that is I am not worthy because I don't contribute enough financially because of my health to my family. I am not worthy because I'm not as healthy as I can be. My worth is based on what other people think of me and my health. When people watch me having symptoms of my health, they judge me. That's one brain. I'm going to show you another brain that some of those thoughts may be in you. I can't accept my health as is. And we're talking about someone here who does not have a major health condition. We're talking about someone going through menopause, a traditional menopause phase of women's life that's been happening for millennials. Okay, and her perception is that menopausal symptoms are abnormal. And if she had behaved, ate well enough, and prepared her body well enough, she should not have menopausal symptoms. So in her brain, on the daily, hundreds of times a day, is I can't accept my health. I can't accept myself because I have these symptoms. That means something is wrong with me. I have not worked hard enough to prepare my body, to control my body. Here's another one. I need to be my best self for my family. And with those symptoms, I am not my best self. I am not treating my family right and my partner right because I'm not as healthy as I can be. My family deserve more from me. 
I am not happy with myself. These are the thoughts, and I could go on. There's more, but these are the most frequent thought that women experience when the desire to be healthy has gone wrong. And this is coming from healthism. Healthism is a system of belief, just like diet culture, right? It's a system of belief that plays an emphasis on judging people's worth based on their health status. Healthism is a belief system that sees health as the property and the responsibility of each individual and therefore rank the work of this individual based on their health status or their effort, the pursuit of them wanting or needing to be healthy. It places health above everything else. It ignores the impact of poverty, the impact of oppression, of trauma, of war, of violence, of abuse on one's health. And it discards that to say if you work harder, you would be able to be healthy. Healthism is a system of belief, just like diet culture. Now, on this podcast, in this platform, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know about diet culture. You are familiar with diet culture. You've accepted that there is a system of oppression. There is a system of belief that plays thinness has a high moral status. Healthism is exactly the same as diet culture, but instead of being the size of the body, is one health status. And just like diet culture says, you are able to control the size of your body, healthism says you are able to control your health. Therefore, it is your personal responsibility to be healthy, and if you are not then that means you are less valuable as a person than the other people that are healthy. It literally leads people to moral inferiority. And this is how it sends people over the edge. It leads people to the dark side of wanting to be healthy because it ties up, it tangles up health, with innate worth. And when, as a human, our worth is attacked, we respond with the most primal fight or flight response, and we pursue to chase back and gain back our worth. It's a very powerful survival mechanism. Just like that survival mechanism, that same part of our brain, the same part of our nervous system that led us to get from one diet to the other for 20, 30 years, because our word was attacked, because of the size of our body and our capacity to be beautiful, the same thing happens with health. When our word is tangled up with our health and our health is not at the standard that society said it should be, then we engage in survival mechanism and we chase 
all the solution to be healthy. And what I, the thought, the thought down low that I shared with you are these women who have been tangled up in that for one of them was the last three years and the other one for 10 years. Because their word is attack, they develop all kinds of coping mechanism in order to feel better, in order to try hard enough to fit into this, this state of being healthy. The truth is this, there's the belief system, there's a system of oppression of healthism that has ideology around health, like everybody should be able to be healthy, your background, your social conditioning, the oppression you've been a victim of, no impact on your health, and you should be able to be optimally healthy. That's a way of believing in health. But is that the only way? Just like diet culture, right? There's the thin ideal, and there's what we share here in this community, which is it's not true that we need to be thin as a woman to be worthy. Well, your health doesn't mean that you are worthier than me. That's another way of thinking. Now, where people get hung up, it's this duty that our indoctrination, our socialization has led us to believe that we as a human need to do everything we can to be healthy. Personal responsibility. And I want to say to you that that is not true. That is a thought. That is not a fact. That health is your personal responsibility and your duty as a human being. That's a lineage of thinking coming from healthism. And it's very new in our society, by the way. Healthism is even younger than diet culture. If you've taken any program with me or have been prevailed to the history of diet culture, diet culture is about 150 years old, right? This ideology that thinner is better, about 150 years old. And the ideology of healthism is even younger than that because up to about 60, 75 years ago, we had no tools, we had no science, we had no medicine that led us to think that we could control our health and that we, everybody could be healthy. It's very recent. So this moral responsibility that we have to be healthy is very new, but most of us listening to this podcast were raised with this ideology our entire life. And unless we're presented with something different, we up to now are going with the belief that that's the truth. And I'm here today to say to you that that is not the fact. Humans are not responsible for their health 100%. In fact, based on the social determinant of health, research that establish social determinant of health, what we are in control of in regards to our health is only 15%. And I said one five. 
15% of the social determinant of our health are in our control. And that is mainly around food and exercise. So food and exercise is only one five percent of what creates our health status. Are you mind blown? This is where you can get triggered. You have, like if you are currently in the dark side of wanting to be healthy, if you have a lot of resources invested in your pursuit of health, me saying that to you can feel like a slap in the face. And I get it. And I want you to hold space for your emotion right now. I want you to take that. Remember, if you listen to my podcast, I talked about our emotion being a radar of our life. I did not cause the trigger in you. Your thoughts about what I'm saying caused that trigger in you. It caused that slap in the face feeling you're experiencing because you have a lot invested in the pursuit of health. I'm just here saying there's another way. There's another perspective where you are not obliged to pursue this optimum health. And in fact, there's no such thing as optimum health. Health is a continuum. Health is not supposed to be optimal all the time. You're supposed to have ups and downs. Health is an adaptation mechanism to your environment. Health is a complex systemology inside of your body that is meant to adapt to your environment. And what I mean by your environment, I mean everything outside and inside of you. It could be a virus, it could be a bacteria, and it could be your thoughts and your emotion. If you are in a constant state of anxiety, for example, if you're constantly experiencing stress and anxiety, there's such thing called IBS. IBS is, is a, I don't want to say a disease, but it's a collection of symptoms of our digestive system. And science and research is now saying it's the sum or the result in part of your emotion. Not just your emotion, but in most cases, what you're feeling in your digestive system is the result of what you're feeling in your emotional body. So there is no supplement that can come in. There's no food restriction that is going to reduce anxiety. What's going to reduce anxiety is you going into your brain and looking at your thoughts and looking at your belief system and cleaning that up so you don't produce the anxiety anymore. But what happened is healthism has created a capitalist system called wellness, wellness culture. So we have an ideology at the top that created a consumer system called wellness, and they sell product cleanses, things, <laughs> coaching that says, no, 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 no. We have the solution to all of your health problem, guru type environment. Like I can fix any issue that you have with your health with this thing, with this process, with this supplement. And we buy into that. I bought into that for years because 
Not because I wanted to spend money on cleanses and supplements. One day I'll find a video that I had filmed when I was in the depth of healthism. I had a budget every month to supplement for my own supplements. I had a budget of $1,500. I was taking $1,500 every month of supplement because I believed that the symptoms I was experiencing, anxiety was one of them, and then weight gain, was because I wasn't healthy enough. And when I would be healthy enough, when I would reach optimum health through these supplements, I would quote unquote, release the unhealthy weight. And if you could see me right now, all these facial expressions that I have, but that was the thought and the belief that I had because of the ideology of healthism. And it, the outcome of that was obsessing with health and obsessing with supplement and obsessing with controlling my body. And I had a morning routine that was two hours long. My time was consumed with meditation and breathing and taking supplements and all the stuff so that I could be optimally healthy, quote unquote, release the unhealthy weight and finally feel good about myself because my worth was tied up both with my weight and my health status. So with that in mind, if you're there in that place, I wanna to offer to you a solution. And the solution is nothing new in our community here. It is the exact same process as undieting food, as undieting body image, and now it's about undieting your health. It's about going in to your brain, going into your belief system, and looking at your thoughts and the emotion they're creating and all the action that are creating. When I said to you, there's another world over here where you are not responsible 100% for your health, but instead only 15%. If you believe that, then what would happen to your thoughts about yourself, to your thoughts about all the crazy thing you're doing with your health, would you still do all of that knowingly that 85% of what contributes to your health is out of your control, like your DNA, right? Would you still do that? You, I can tell you what you should do or not. That's gonna be up to you to create that decision. We call that making a quality decision. And then going and looking and inventory a belief system, your thoughts, and then creating a new belief system for yourself, right? Instead of engaging with health from a place of, it means who I am, it's my worth, and I'm gonna be happier when I'm healthy, my life will explode and I'm gonna be so happy and everything that I've been wanting will unfold for me when I'm healthy. What if you worked today with your current health status of being happy. 
that you no longer delayed your goals and your happiness because of your help, but instead you took action today to be happy and creating whatever you want to create in your life. That's the work. Just like with body image, it's not about creating confidence when you lose 50 pounds. It's about creating confidence with your now body. Does that mean that you don't care for your health? Now, this is what your brain will offer you. Your brain will say, oh, if you do that, you're not going to do anything for your health. For sure, if you think that's what's going to happen. But you can also then engage with your health from a place of choice instead of I have to. If you don't have to do all these things for your health, and you are in a place of complete empowerment and authority over yourself, which one of all these health behaviors do you want to do? Which one sounds fun, interesting, pleasurable? You are in a place of choice. You are in a place of power over your health. And yes, you will take care of yourself. I'm just going to give you the example of me. My relationship to movement has completely change. When I move from, I have to exercise to be healthy to I am worthy at the current health status that I am. And if I want to move, I'm going to move only if I want to. And guess what happened when I gave myself this freedom, this freedom of choosing with time and patience and safety my body craved movement. My body craved moving. And now, as I gently worked myself back into movement, always from a place of trust and safety, I go to train my body very specifically for me and my health three times a week without any willpower and discipline. I go for a walk most days without having to, but because I want to. That is the bright side of wanting to be healthy, is when the action you are taking for your health are from a place of love instead of fear. There's obviously so much more I could coach you and teach you on this, but I wanted to get this point of view out in your brain for it to mature, for you to re-listen to this a couple times if that impacts you and get yourself ready to do this work. That you do this work on your own or you come and do this work with us inside of Undiet Your Life, that's completely up to you. But if you need some help, if you need some coaching, know that we are there and that's the process of undieting your life. The processes that we use, the coaching processes that we use inside of Undiet Your Life are not just about people who want to lose weight. They're about all the systems that are created and specifically targeted to women, including diet culture and healthism and a very specifically customized approach for women to liberate themselves from healthism and from diet culture. That's the concept of Undiagulize. So we're there for you if you need some help. If not, I love you, my sister. 
and I'll see you on the next podcast. If you are loving what you're learning on the podcast, you have to come and check out Undiet Your Life. This is where we get to hang out together, where you get the individual help applying the concept thought on the podcast while learning new coaching tool that will make your life even more amazing. It's also where you get to apply the learning to think better, eat better, and feel better and create your undieted life, your better, bigger, and bolder life. Go to stephaniedoze.com forward slash join. I'd love to have you join us inside of Undiet Your Life, and I'll see you on the other side.